I'm Emily. And I'm Morgan. And, and this, this is Raunchy Reading. Reading. A podcast where we discuss spicy books, fanfiction, erotica, and more. Our content is spicy. Our language is explicit. You've been warned. Cheers. Cheers. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, we're both so ready. <laughs> so ready for this book. Oh my god. This book, which it's is The Vampire Queen's Servant by Joey Hill. Mm-hmm. It is a Vampire Queen series novel, book one. To the Cheers. Vampire Queen. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. We have discovered we have two different covers. So Emily, do you want to describe yours first? Yes. Also, Emily gets full credit for finding this book, dear God. Okay, go. Okay. So this cover, purple and red kind of mood lighting, a man's muscular back. So we just see his back. We can't see. I think his head is kind of bent. We can not see his face. And he has manacles on his hands. Mm -hmm, And then there mm -hmm. are two... Two long nailed, be ringed lady hands reaching over his shoulders. Wait, I didn't even see those. And like digging, oh. digging the nails into his his muscular flesh. It looks kind of drawn so, too. Yeah, and he's oh definitely topless. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, luscious. <laughs> now mine, uh, we forgot the W. Joey W. W. Joey Hill. w. Hill, an award winning author. Is Joey online. W. Hill, thank you so much. So much <laughs> to Joey. <laughs> Joey. Oh. Okay, mine. So Emily found this and I was like, wait, no, I, I absolutely want to read that <laughs> yeah. with you. Please, please, can we wait to review it? I need to read it with you. And then I went on this frantic search to try and find it. Um, it is not on Amazon. There were not enough copies at the library, yeah. ebook or not. So I actually, I didn't tell you this. I bought a copy to pick up at Pell's. Oh. <laughs> and then I couldn't leave to go pick it up because of work. Oh, and no. then I found the audiobook. So Emily read it and I listened to it. Yes. So the audiobook cover is, again, of course, a topless, very, very ripped man. So he's extremely muscular. He's kind of turned so that he's almost sideways to the camera, but it's a little bit more angled toward the back. It's not a three-quarter turn. His hands are clearly bound behind him. Mm -hmm. He's so muscular, it almost looks like something weird is happening (laughs) on his back. (laughs) And his head is still bent down, but he's turned a little bit coyly toward you. His eyes are down. He's got like a, a thick, thick is in luscious, oh, but yeah. not like long, very dark brown beard. Oh, he does not at all look like <laughs> the character. character. Yeah. I mean, other than the fact that he's a white guy, no, yeah. And then in big, bold red letters that are very reminiscent of like kind of an 80s romance mm. novel cover, like a bodice very ripper style. Like, well, also kind of interview with the vampire yes. cover yeah. letter. It's got that. the vampire queen's servant. Yes. And the Q is very... Very much more, like, luscious than the rest of it. <laughs> and, like, just so, so bold. Now, wait, I forgot to look up what the actual reader's name is. And I need to do that. Oh, because yeah. the narrator deserves credit. She did an excellent job. Narrated by Kira Grace. Oh, yeah. Five stars. <laughs> five, what? Five stars, Audible. <laughs> um, do we want to read the description? Do you want to read the description or do you just want to jump right in? I want to read the first couple sentences because that was all that I needed. Oh, <laughs> no, I remember when I heard it, I texted Emily. I like as, as soon as I started listening, I was like, what? And then I immediately backed it up, paused it because I needed to listen to it again. I texted her and was like, Emily, yes. Oh my God. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Okay, let's hear it. Okay. So, Lissa wanted a meal. 
preferably something muscular. A man <laughs> whose long, powerful body would serve her well as she took his blood. She would hold him down, drink her fill, and ride him hard. <laughs> You're already my hero. Yep. She is living her best life. Her best un-life? Uh, no, she's, she's alive. Yeah. Because the you can either be born a vampire or you can be made into a vampire. Right. And so, yeah. like, the general consensus throughout the book was that they are living creatures and there's just a misconception about them being dead. Yeah. There's a whole thing about that later, but yeah. we can get to it. So, she's in her car thinking about a man and she's on, on the way to get her nails done. In the middle of the night. <laughs> in the middle of the night. And then I highlighted this line. Her nails were just the beginning. A manicure, then a man. <laughs> <laughs> then. I mean, isn't that the order of it always, though? Right? Ooh, now I've got Alaska Thunderfuck song stuck in my head. Nails. <laughs> Have you, I'm sure you're familiar yeah, with that. <laughs> Hi, Alaska. Hi. Hi. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah, so she's on her way to get a manicure in the middle of the night because her Irish wolfhound tore one of her nails off. Bran. Bran. Her Irish wolfhound, <laughs> Bran. Leader of her pack of Irish uh, wolfhounds. Wolfhound. You should look them up, especially the puppies. So cute. Oh, my goodness. Um, very effective hunters. Okay, so, yeah. But middle of the night, meaning she's getting there at midnight for her yes. appointment. And she, at some point, says that it's going to take two hours. And I was like, what yeah. is she having done? I don't know. A full set? Maybe. I th- well, because of later in the book, the way that they were talking about it, I was like, oh, this is pre-shellac. She, oh. I, I just answered my own question mentally. Yeah. She's getting actual polish that has to dry before you do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, Bran ripped a nail. Yeah. And being a vampire, it grew back immediately, of course. But the polish but the doesn't polish regenerate. And you can't be a vampire queen if your nails aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. And she is in Charlotte? Yeah. No. R- Raleigh? She's, Charlotte. She's in Atlanta, I thought. Atlanta. Yeah. Sorry, South. She's in Atlanta, but she, and we'll cover this later too, but she is the overseer of the entire territory yes. of the South of the United yeah. States. So she's, she's got like tons of properties. She's super old. And she, she she's like half Japanese. Her name is like... Fun and ridiculous. Oh, do you have it? Lady Alyssa Yamato Amaterasu Wentworth. Wentworth? Yeah. Okay. Just tack the Wentworth on there at the very end. Yeah. And uh, Wentworth. Just slap it on. So I actually, I I double checked myself. Fun fact, because Japanese degree over here. Uh Uh-huh. Amaterasu is the goddess of the heavens in Japan, and she's second generation so like the first god Mm -hmm. and he's trying to release his wife from the earth and in the process of that gives birth to three children okay and she came out of his left eye she is the goddess of the heavens creation and the sun and i am not certain on this but i am almost 100 percent certain part of her specific myth and legend is that in the process of forging a sword Mm -hmm. she dipped it in the ocean to quench it and then when she did like fun little flippy move to get little all, all of the stuff <laughs> off of it, yeah. the arc of the blade is what created the islands of Japan. Oh, nice. So vampire queen but she's, named after the goddess of the sun. She's not the goddess of sexy, sexy. Oh, I bet she got laid. Oh, I should not do. I'm sexy. sure she did. Sexy, sexy man domination. I just thought that was a fun, cute little like throw in that they had. Yeah. Yeah, so she is, um, she's, she's half Japanese and half fae, which is just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, clearly, apparently, <laughs> very seemingly white man fae, Wentworth. Right, <laughs> yeah. 
Mr. Wentworth. Mr. Wentworth. Your car is ready. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking um, of cars, she's got a driver. She's got a driver. Mr. Ingram. Mr. Ingram, yeah, and he's great. Yeah, she did a bunch of, like, research on him, which I already liked. So much character development in such simple stuff. And you're showing, not telling, and I appreciate that, Joey. Thank you. Not like, oh, she's smart and she does her research. You were like, here's the research that she did. So Mr. Ingram, she had figured out he was ex-military. He'd done Mm -hmm. a lot of service. And he has a son who is going down a crazy weird path, so the majority of his money goes toward that. Anyway, that's just a side story from the start. But yeah, no, so he's great. And... He drops her off for her manicure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At Eldar, the nail spa. Yes. Which has a security guard uh-huh. for probably, I think, her purposes. And she's got, like, a standing engagement with them. Yeah. Like, she pays them regularly. Yeah, she, she comes have... there regularly for her manicure. Yeah. Nails. She has appointments mm-hmm. anytime that she wants because of what she pays them. And she's got one guy that she gets her nails done with named William. But tonight, <gasps> William isn't there. William? Where did you go? <laughs> Oh, Morgan, who's there instead? Oh, why, isn't this luscious bite of a man that is exactly what she was thinking about in the car? He's a feast of a man. A feast, thank you. A feast of a man in all of the meanings of the term. And his name is Jacob Green. Uh Now, Emily, what... Is Jacob wearing? <laughs> well, Morgan. So I highlighted this section specifically for Morgan. <laughs> All right. So he is wearing hose. <laughs> read it, read it, please. Okay. <laughs> Men scoffed at hose because in the industrial age, they'd become associated with women's wear only. But she well remembered the way men had looked in them when they had been the fashion. She favored the short tunics of the Renaissance period, particularly in Italy. Mm-hmm. They'd allowed a full view of the leggings from calf to groin. Mm-mm-mm. When men strode down the cobbled street in them, their swords at their hips, the air ringing with the flowing speech of a language meant to seduce. Oh, yeah. There was no woman who wouldn't have felt a stirring in her loins at such a virile sight. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Long have I felt thusly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, he's wearing... He's not wearing a codpiece, so his his heavy cock and testicles cambered intriguingly beneath the tan fabric. I know, and I was like, I was warning yeah. points left and right at this point. Oh, yeah. Like, you had me in the first couple of lines, but, and but, then you're going to give me that, this? That cambered like, cock. You went straight to hose. And that was another thing where I texted Emily, and I was like, so, hose, though. And she was like, oh, my God, Morgan, I highlighted it for you. And I was like, we need to talk about it. But a cock cambering, you say. A, camber- oh. a cambering cock. Cambrous cock. <laughs> no, like, That's our band name, right? Cambrous cock. Cambrous cock, yeah. <laughs> and no P. Shit, we have to learn how to play instruments We have to now. do, like, we'll have to do, like, Irish, traditional Irish music, but about being dominated by a vampire queen. Right. Ooh. That's- okay. Well, and if we're going to do that, then my penny whistle and my flute work will actually, like, tie in, so maybe I don't need a whole new instrument. <laughs> Now we just need a fiddle player. Call to action for anyone listening for fiddle player yeah, who wants to be part if, of Cambrous A fiddle player and also possibly an Irishman who likes being dominated and, and loves to give foot rubs and manicures. Uh, <laughs> because 
isn't that exactly what happens after a couple of touch and go little moments where she mm-hmm. tries to figure out if she wants to trust this man, but she must no. because the security guard's fine with him and William mm-hmm. seems to have signed off on him. Mm-hmm. Um, he takes her back into her preferred room, which has these beautiful pictures of naked women. Yeah. These lines that are more form than substance. She just really enjoyed. Yeah. But we already started out with that first sentence, and then this is barely into the book, and we're Wait, just, like, right is, fucking into this it. This is, like, page five or something. I was... Everything about this just made me go sold. Every page. I know. Like, I I was texting Morgan because my, my little 15-year-old goth kid heart is so happy right now. I and just about <laughs> fucking died. Absolutely have drawn really filthy fan art of these two people fucking, and oh. then, like, hidden my sketchbook so that my dad wouldn't find it. That resembles my life so much. <laughs> oh, no. So, okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> still have the sketch. So, like, Jacob has been sent to her by her former servant. Human man servant. Former human man servant. <laughs> Thomas! Thomas, who, um, like, trained Jacob to be a, a vampire servant. Like, her, specifically yeah, her vampire specifically servant. Her vampire including servant. Including the ability to give a top notch manicure. Oh, but that's not all he gives. No, it's not. Why don't you tell us exactly what happens? Because, of course, there's instant connection, and he looks exactly like the kind of flesh that she was looking for. Right. So the writing in this was actually, like, really good in parts. It was, Um, yeah. And so I highlighted this line because I thought it was really pretty. He's talking about her eyes, her beautiful green eyes. And it says, generation upon generation of women were there, layered like rock strata. I thought that was a really nice thing. That is really nice, yeah. It gives a sense of, like, gravitas because of the scale that he's using for comparison. I just, yeah, no. This man is everything. So they, they, it's like he was made for me. Like, half the time, you can have him too. We can just both, like, just, you know, we can have custody. I mean, she she looks a lot more like you. She has dark hair and she's, like, a slim bill. Aww. Don't. This is too okay, much. Sorry. I, no, I love it and I'm so happy. Thank you so much. But now I'm just like, <laughs> like what am I doing with my life? If only I were a vampire queen. Oh my god, I need to be listening. You motto on it and ask you. Westcott, what was it? Winston. Wentworth? Wainscotting? Wainscotting. But now I'm just hearing the voice that the narrator used to say like, Wainscotting should only go one third of the way up the wall or two thirds. It should never be done in quarters and halves. Because that's exactly something she would say like a weirdo. But I love it so much. And then he starts out already romance novel kind of perfect, but he doesn't seem like he's got too much of a shine on him. Mm -hmm. And then throughout the book, I just felt like I was getting something like flicked on me periodically because (laughs) then they're like, and then here's more. And I'm like, God damn. And they're like, oh wait, and then here's more. And each one I was just like, get out of my heart. (laughs) God damn it, Jacob. You built the perfect man. (laughs) How does this keep going? (laughs) Because he did... Is it too soon to talk about the fact that he did, like, the... Uh, no, the, we can... So he uh, oh. he used to do run fairs and yeah. work for the circus. Yeah! So <laughs> he's comfortable wearing hosiery. Yeah, because she and, asked him how he was able to wear hosiery yeah. and how his courtly mannerisms were so yeah. austere. And he's like, oh, well, I did jousting in the run fairs because he's ripped, right? He's so ripped AF. Ripped yeah. AF. And then also wearing hose. Super masculine. <laughs> she did say, like, straight off the bat, the first impression that Lissa had of him, she was like, oh, 
And he was straight beyond all question. Right, yeah. Um, which you can tell with my heightened senses. One of the things I felt weird about throughout this book was she did a lot of very heavy, because you are a woman, because I am a oh, man, yeah. it's a woman and a man, and as a woman would. Very much, yeah. It was just maybe too much of that for me. Yeah, I wouldn't have minded if he was a little heteroflexible. He was like, hmm, yeah. Oh, I think he's going to have to be. He's going to be too. <laughs> <laughs> um, ooh, teaser, more ooh. to come. I like, as I was beginning to read this, I was like, okay, but do, like, he and Thomas have a hot backstory? Like, did they, you know, <clears throat> maybe fuck a little bit while he was doing his training? No, but, no. but also he did get... What was it? He got rock hard, sexily whipped, harder yeah. than the cobblestones beneath his feet. <laughs> yeah. As he was being whipped, <laughs> whipped with her whip, with her whip that had by her Thomas. blood on it. So ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just by Thomas, but he excited. got rock hard because Thomas told him to think about her. Uh huh. And he hadn't even met her yet. No, he well, yeah. So excited about the idea that excited yeah rock hard harder than a cobblestone okay so yeah so um thomas has like sent her a note with jacob basically saying here's your new boy i like trained him for you (laughs) (laughs) and she's like how imperious thomas like you shouldn't have done this but then also like oh what a delectable treat Mm -hmm. oh my god and so she's like okay well stay on your knees yeah, because we're in manicure time. Give, give me my, my she, pedicure. Yeah, she wanted to start with the pedicure. So he's, like, she's in a reclined yeah, chair in and, her sexy lady painting room. Uh-huh. And he's massaging her foot. Mm-hmm. And she's and responding. He's running can, his eyes over her hard nipples. Because <laughs> she doesn't wear a bra. This is the second non-bra book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one's, yeah. I like that they addressed it, though. Yeah. And I liked it. It's representation. She's got small boobs. As a member, as a card-carrying <laughs> member of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, I was very happy that this extremely powerful, very sexy woman who was so enrapturing yeah. to this man who was made for me, thank you, Ren Fair Circuit, and jousting, <laughs> and hosiery, and circus. Dick Grayson, I love you. It was just, I, ugh. And then he's like, her. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, and then she's like, what if I wanted you to strip before me? And then he's like, well, sure, I could do that. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> so he's still, okay. So is he calling her my lady yet? He, he starts is, out with my lady, right? Yeah, he is calling her my lady. It's he's all very nightly. Massaging her feet. See. Doesn't he start by like kissing her instep yeah. and so then he, he works his way up her yeah. leg, tasting the smooth flesh of her I just listened mm-hmm. to this. Tasting the smooth yeah. flesh of her calves. Yeah, so he kisses her instep, he's moving his way up her leg, and she's kind of extremely on board for it, but she's also like, why would Thomas send me this man? So then they stop to talk for a second. He says, Thomas's introduction. And she says, I read it. Why do you want to become a human servant? Are you running from death? Or are you one of those idealistic idiots who believe vampires are misunderstood creatures? Issuing pretentious threats while we cling to the shadows and whine out our angst over our last mortality. mortality. Thank you, Lissa. Louis, we're looking at you, bud. Gotta get over it. It's been 200 years. Louis, get your shit together, man. God, man. It was cute for the first 50 and now we're just done. (laughs) Okay, so, and then she's like, I could tear your entrails out. Don't play games with me. (laughs) And a wise man would have taken his hands off her foot, but he is... 
not gonna be wise right now. He's gonna. That is a running theme. Keep, keep he running. recognizes yeah. what he should do and goes, nah. Oh, okay. So now he kisses her foot. So he was just rubbing. Her he was feet just before. sensually rubbing her sensuously feet rubbing her feet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then yep. Now he's kissing his way up her calf. She says, put your mouth on my cunt, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> he made it to a knee. Maybe. No. He might have even made it to a knee. He might not have even yeah. gotten that far. And then, oh my god, skirts get moved. And, yeah. like, I did skirts appreciate that, too. He's it was got... very real. Because they, they had that whole, he could smell the pleasure of her. Right. Aw. Yeah. There, there, you know, there is a smell. And it's not necessarily a bad one, but yeah. it's there. We're talking, like, she's powerful as fuck. She's hot. She's got small boobs, and that's okay. She's allowed to be sexy and still have small boobs. She doesn't have to have big old trundling, like, <laughs> trundling zongas. <laughs> and then on top of it, I'm making it sound much less attractive than they make it sound in the book. In the book, it's so, it just it's felt really, really accepting and just yeah. like, this is part of the actual and arousal for him. Like, getting excited by her excitement, and. And then it's just like mouth on clit. Oh, yeah. Yep. Over the panties first, I think, right? Over the panties first, yeah. And then, um, yep, pulls the panties aside. I did think some of the ways that she, this, uh, Joey, I don't want to assume. Um, oh, I looked her up and it is a It is her. I mean, yeah. I would have been shocked if it wasn't, but I still wanted to try and. Yeah. So, um, I did also appreciate a lot of the ways that Joey described the female genitalia. Mm-hmm. Considering especially that I just recently read a book where all the person said was core. Yeah. Oh my god, right? That's not the core. That's not the core of you. Yeah, no. When you work out your core, you're not just doing a bunch of kegels. You're doing kegels. Uh, But it was, I I liked it. What were some of them? What's the one for this? Is Um, it slick folds in this particular instance? Yeah, I think it's, so it just, her wet heat. um, I mean, that works. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and I like that, so they, she talks about how much she likes the friction of his beard. Which I thought was cute, you know. Yeah, um, again, more, this is human. It's so much more human. It's a lot less, like, these are two, like, distant fictional Barbies fucking. It's a lot yeah. more, like, visceral and real. Yeah. And so then she has a wonderful orgasm, which I can read to you about. Yeah, do please, um, <laughs> please, please, please. Okay. <laughs> the orgasm detonated in her body as if he'd tripped mine strategically placed at every erogenous point. <laughs> That's really good. And then he just and then he just keeps going. So he's still still licking and teasing, and then finally puts her panties back in place, and then kisses her over the top of them, which is like I just find that quite charming. So sweet. Yeah. Uh, uh, At this point, is she calling him Sir Knight yet? No, because he treats like he treats her like a knight, and yeah, like so he's been calling her my lady the whole time. Yes, and the way that he speaks is quite pleasant. I think yeah. that his speech patterns are very lovely. Yeah, it's cute. And one, like, fun detail about his character was that he has kind of a mixed Irish and American accent, so sometimes the, mm-hmm. the Irish, like, mm-hmm. comes and goes, and I thought that was really cute, too. I did, too. I really yeah. liked that. Yeah, so, like, his parents were actually Irish, or at least his mom was, and mm-hmm. then um, he's orphaned now as an adult. Yeah, when he gets particularly overwhelmed or in the throes of lust like (laughs) the irish comes back out and if you want to have a fucking irish brogue in my ear well you are going to town by all means yeah by your leave good sir (laughs) in your hose in your hose with your 
cambrous cock. cock that is now making a, a, just a little wet spot on, on yeah. his nose. And yeah. if anybody wants to know what that would look like, actually, I'm going to throw in a fun little <laughs> Easter egg here. <laughs> Male ballet dancers technically wear hose, and usually most of them have a dance strap underneath it, which is, it's like a jock strap. Mm-hmm. Um, dance cup? I don't remember what it's called. Dance strap is what we're going to call it. So they usually have one under there just for security, safety, all of that jazz. There are a lot of, especially older school kind of professional male dancers who Mm -hmm. really just changed the world of dance for male ballet dancers that just didn't believe in them. (laughs) So um, Artur Soltanov from Oregon Ballet Theater a couple of times came out with that one and it was like, oh, oh, that is a man. Wearing white hose, like cam- fucking nothing underneath a it. Cock this beneath the them. sheer delineation. <laughs> oh, every inch is visible. I knew exactly what it looked like in the audience, and I was sitting there like, "I'm 12. Am I allowed to see this?" And like, "Oh my god, am I allowed to fucking see this?" And I'm looking at my parents, and I'm like, "Wow, look at that leap. It's amazing the height that he can get." And I'm like, "Okay, I guess I'm allowed to see this." But if you want to see it, dear listener, <laughs> don't try and look up Artur Soltanov. Or just go on my deviant art and look at all the fan art that I'm gonna draw. <laughs> Watch all of the cameras, Cox. Such delineation, Emily was able to capture. Oh, the lusciousness of it all. My deviant art name is Bloody Tears XX. Bloody Tears. Wait, is it really? No. What? I don't know when you made it. I, I mean, yeah, it's, that's, that's a... legit. It totally could have been that. <laughs> It's very, very <laughs> dramatic handles in my younger days. Right. Like, like wilting black roses. One of the ones 95. I used. <laughs> one of the ones I used the most was actually um, Ghost Shadow, but in Japanese. So it's like Mune oh, Kage yes. for the longest time. So fucking angsty. Mm-hmm. That was. Ghost shadow. Yure kage. Uh, <laughs> so angsty. Uh, okay, anyway, to go on. This is okay. not angsty, this is just hot. Okay, so, Woo! and now they're kissing, and she rakes her nails down his back, which I always love. Mm-hmm. And then she draws like, blood when she does She draws it. blood. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's not shy about it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And so they're making out. He's palming her under her skirt. Mm hmm. So I would once be enough. She's clearly starved, poor lady. Yeah. Poor woman. It's been, like, several decades or something. Yeah, not since Thomas. And yeah. then you find out later in the book that her and Thomas didn't have sex. The, like, one time. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, oh, and, like, one thing that's interesting in this universe is that if she, like, marks him as her servant, he can live a lot longer. So, like, Thomas was with her for, like, 13, or 300 years. Yeah, I thought it was, yeah. like, 150 Oh, I thought it was longer. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. well over a human lifespan. Yeah. So, I mean, we might as well talk about the marks right now, because we're going to do most of this out of order. Anyway, (laughs) there are three marks that you can get. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Also, he's already done most of the rites of passage part, because Thomas ran him through it, including the whipping with her blood-soaked bullwhip. Which was quite erotic for him. Um, Yeah. Again, harder than cobblestones. Yeah. Flagstones, I should say, maybe. So, first mark is the one where then the vampire will be able to tell where you are at all points in Mm -hmm. time should they choose to. Period. Yeah. No matter where you are in the world, as long as you are alive. The second mark opens like a kind of telepathic link. Yeah, there's like a mind link. She will, as the vampire, will be able to tell what he's thinking any point in time that she wants to. And if she wanted to, she could rifle through his memories because he's not going to have rights. He's the servant. 
And then sometimes it can go the other direction so she can speak into his mind. Yeah. It's not supposed to be able to go both ways, but lo and behold, but of course, it's a romance novel. Their, their connection is so special. Of course. It does. Oh my god, they're connect- it's like they were meant to be or something. <laughs> it's like it's fate. This How is, romantic. This is the second podcast where I'm going to reference Sailor Moon, but I, I, <laughs> so it. I love that we were lovers in a past life shit. Like, that is just, like, catnip for me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, it depends on how it's told for me. So for some of it, I'm just like, stop it. And then for other ones, I'm like, more. Right. How many lifetimes has it been? We were fated for each other. Do we need to go reside at the Moon Palace until my memories return to me? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you remember when we, like, fucked on that train and, you know, (laughs) fucked on the Orient Express, you know, in the 30s? And then do (laughs) do you remember back in ancient Egypt when we, like, fucked in my big villa next to the Nile and then do you remember when we like fucked in ancient Japan and oh my god so everybody has to only be wealthy right so like that's well that's the fantasy that is the fantasy it's not do you remember when we were starving peasants and we both died at like age 15 yeah do you remember when we both had such bad oral hygiene that most of our teeth fell off do you remember when when we gave each other syphilis (laughs) Do you remember when we only bathed once a year and women didn't have any rights so you could only bathe in the water after five men had already been through it? Yeah, less fun. Fun fact, that's why um, women carry bouquets in weddings. That is a traditional carryover from when that happened. Bath time was once a year. And it happened in either May or June. I can't recall which. I think it was May. Mm-hmm. And it went in order of age from oldest to youngest. Oh, men yeah. first. And then women. I have heard Which that. is why... Like, and they all used the same bath water. So after mm-hmm. all of the men and boys had been through it, then the oldest woman could start. Yes. And that's where the term losing the baby in the bath water comes from. Like, <laughs> don't throw the baby out with the bath water because it was so thick and gross that people would accidentally, yeah, like, forget children. bother taking a bath at that point. Yeah. So the women all still stank, and that's why they're supposed to carry bouquets. And the men had boutonnieres because that's technically a nose gay, which makes yeah. your nose happy so you can smell it when the people around you stink so much. <laughs> But Jacob doesn't stink. Jacob does not stink. He, he smells, smells like, amazing. Like sweaty, musky man and tights. Nose. <laughs> <In> heavily <laughs> delineated tights. <laughs> heavily delineated. That's our first song, right? Cambering Cox. <laughs> Cambrous Cox's first song is going to be delineation. Delineation. <laughs> okay, um, and so she's. Oh, this is the other part that you very much liked. Um, so she lifts a disdainful brow. Because he's just like, no, my lady, I'm all in. I totally want to be your sex slave. And she's like, so if it was my will to take you home tonight and make you serve me with your mouth while another man fucked you from behind, that would be fine. <laughs> and as soon as I heard that, I was like, do it. Is that right. going to happen? Are you do foreshadowing? It. Is that happening? Right. Please do it. I know. Because it's part of the submission. Yeah. And that's the whole point. Right. I One of the things with this that mm-hmm. I loved and I think that you loved as well is just... It's a femdom book. Mm-hmm. The whole fucking thing is actually yeah. femdom. And it's like, I haven't seen one of these. I know, yeah. And then it's actually well done. It's yeah. legitimate femdom. And listening to this mm-hmm. was just such a stark comparison of what it should be compared to what I'm so used to getting. Because yeah. there's so many books that have dom-sub relationships in them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, this is the thing. And you can tell that somebody did some research and watched some TikToks and mm-hmm. like... 
I don't know, but this is like the actual psychological aspects of it. And yeah. it's this like hot vampire <laughs> queen who is just, oh, oh, it's oh, delightful. Just tincture for my soul. So then she starts to pass out. Um, and we, we learn later that she has like a vampire autoimmune disorder or something. That's, yeah. What was it? It called? was really kind of vague what it was, but we find out later that through Thomas's blood, she got poisoned with something. And so it's killing her slowly and it causes her to pass out a lot. Right. There's drama there, isn't there? There's so much drama there. Yeah. So she's got got this woman's name, this horrible ex-boyfriend, ex-husband called Rex, Rex. whose heart she ripped out, by the way. So that's fun and cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally ripped his heart out. Yeah. And why? Because he tried to hurt Thomas. Yeah. Well, he was losing his damn mind. Yeah. Like, he was out of it. He, he was, was like, a danger to himself way and others. Into, like, torture porn stuff. No ability to come back because of, God, it's... <laughs> Colonel! Colonel, <laughs> I, thank you! I was about to... I did this earlier. I was even thinking about it while I had to work. It's a Saturday and I had to work for four hours. Uh-huh. And while I was sitting there typing, I was like, Craven? Carnage? Okay, so I, like... Carry on? Like, what was his name again? I cackled when he showed up. I'm sorry. Like, it was just such... He was such a, like, 80s movie villain, you know? Like, I don't... They referenced the movie Highlander in this book, and he was... He's, like, straight out of Highlander. Yeah. Um, Yeah, he's not even... He's not Hans Gruber level. Don't give him that credit. No, no, no. Not that that's an 80s movie, but still. Don't give him Hans Gruber level No, he's, like, sleazy, overly sexual, like, trench coat wearing eyeliner wearing yeah, <laughs> like, like, evil I've man. got one look right? yeah. <laughs> and this is it <laughs> yeah and his name is Carnal. Carnal. so um yeah so that's oh, what a jackass oh my god that guy oh yeah what that was his fucking guy name? Carlisle it's something yeah it was something very like boop boop Oh my god, is it Carlisle? Was it Carl? No. Was it, is it is it Daddy Carlisle Tullin? <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did he go bad? Daddy Dr. Carlisle? Mm. Uh, no? What was it? It was just something. Oh, it's like, and it was... it's something like Clancy or something. Who the hell knows? Clarence. Okay, so yeah. So, um, so she's passing out and she's like, I need blood. And so he gives her some blood. It's very sweet. Well, she needs her medicine. She needs her medicine, so he has to which put some medicine has in to the be blood. mixed with blood. Yeah. Um, um, and it's her first step in choosing to trust him. Yeah. Because she was like, well, I guess Thomas wanted you to be here, so I'm... She doesn't have a choice. And for the record, she's not passing out because, like, her orgasms were that good. She's no, no, passing no. out because she, of that illness. Yeah, because the illness is, like, hitting her now. Yeah, so it's the first time she trusts him, and then, um... And she's useless. Yeah. Full-on, unconscious, floppy. He has to try yeah. and make it look like they're walking out of there together because mm-hmm. she knows eyes are watching her. Mm-hmm. Somebody is going to try and take over her. And this is a running theme in most yeah. of the books that I've read with vampires is that, like, vampire they're very, politics are They're just very territorial, and they the have, most. like, this kind of, like, Byzantine political structure within the vampire yeah, world. Yeah, like, probably and... Renaissance levels of, like, Medici's. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like... it absolutely is, like, the warring city-states of Italy. Oh, <laughs> so convoluted, oh so my god, I want, so I want a sexy vampire book that's set in Italy during the Renaissance. Okay! Yeah. Like, maybe like, like I say that like I can give it to get, you. Yes. Write ah. write me one. Do Wait, what's now. my Sailor Moon thing? What do I have? <laughs> what is the Sailor Moon sound I need to make to be able to bring it down from the heavens to provide it to you? 
and me. Um, we read the Mercy Thompson books. My sweet husband oh. is so good because uh, I read them and I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with them. By obsessed, I mean they're my happy go-to. Like sometimes yeah. you just watch The Princess Bride a million times. These are the books that I just read all the time, mm-hmm. and I just let myself roll through them. And at one point in time, my husband and I <laughs> rolled over into reading them out loud together. Oh, nice. So I started reading them out loud to him, and then yeah. Yeah. Not trying to do spoilers for those books, but I wanted you to know mm-hmm. that one of the vampires and all of the vampires in this, if they're powerful enough and like dangerous enough, get a moniker. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a moniker. The Lord of Night. He was an Italian Renaissance prince. Uh-huh. And we get some very Italian Renaissance prince drama and fucking conniving political games. He knows all about wearing those hoes, too. Oh, I bet he looked amazing in those. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, so he carries her back to um, Har. He he just didn't feel their first meeting was the appropriate time to mention that among his many past career choices, he'd been a vampire hunter. Woo! Like, it just kind of throws that out there. Gasps in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know how to gasp in Italian. Wait, wait, look, look at me. Ready? Okay, gasp. <gasps> there it was! <laughs> You're already Italian. You nailed it. Mamma mia! <laughs> I think you just lost credit for that. Okay, that was a downgrade. Yeah, I have to like imagine that someone has told me that they don't like spaghetti and then react accordingly, or pasta, or at pasta all. in general. And focaccia is like the devil's shoe. What the fuck? I know. <laughs> there we go. Take that into your gas. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So, okay. okay, so. Oh, but Mr. Ingram, I loved that. Mr. Ingram is so nice. The driver. Yeah, he's worried about her, even though he's just been hired by her, but he's. Yeah, he's only been hired for the one night. Like, he's yeah, not her regular driver. Like, Who is this man with his cambering cock fully on display? <laughs> oh, yeah, by the way, for some fucking re- For some fucking reason. At this point, he's already topless. Like, has Aww. been some. Somehow, Jacob's just been topless. He, he like... started with a shirt on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. It went away. <laughs> and now he's just one finger on topless. Did she, like, rip it off of him? Did she, like, shred it with her nails? I mean, that happened so many times yeah. in this book. Let's just say yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, just <laughs> like, oh, and these big, like, claw marks down his back. Like, this man is just... It's just Leaning down his, his back from his her cock nose. is fully delineated. There's a wet spot on the front of his hose. Oh yeah, because she made him come in down. his pants. Yeah, he's just got blood running down his back. And poor Mr. Ingram is like, um, what kind of weird shit did I just get myself into? And he carries her out unconscious and Mr. Ingram's like, fuck no. And he's like, no, we need to get her back to the house. And he's like, uh-uh, until I get actual verbal eye-to-eye contact notification that it's okay for me to take you with her we are not going anywhere and i was like right. thank you mr ingram no way to be this is a guy who had one job and that job was drive this person and mm-hmm. he is really taking it above and beyond and we love him don't we yes we do oh mr ingram anyway then she rouses herself from her like stupor just long enough to say take us home yeah and then oh and then this is so in the car, this is where she comes up with the vagabond, the sir uh, vagabond thing, uh, because he tells her about his, his circus past uh, and, and Morgan's heart just swells. It was one stupid thinking sentence about and he already Dick had Grayson. <laughs> I mean, this isn't just a man who did Ren Fairs. A lot of us do Ren Fairs, but this is a man who did jousting at Ren Fairs. And I had 
<laughs> I learned some things about myself at a Ren Fair, let me tell you. And it was oh. during a joust. Did you see some cambering, some cambering cocks? I didn't. <laughs> but dear God. Okay, so. Just. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first Ren Fair I never actually got to go to, okay? And I was there with, obviously, my husband and friends. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, I jousting. And I was like, fuck yeah, I want to see jousting. Yeah. Of course I want to see jousting. And. We go to the jousting. Uh, and also men on horses. I mean, horseback riding, love it. Horses, love them. I'm not a horse lady, but I love horses. Mm-hmm. And then a man who can ride a horse is just a special level of exquisitely hot <laughs> that is difficult to describe. Yeah. Please understand it's because of what it means. It's not that you're riding a horse. It's not like, oh, man plus horse equals great. <laughs> it's that's ours. The skill it takes to yeah. ride a horse and do it well and look good doing it, looking good speaks doing it, so well to so many other aspects. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm not trying to drag this on. No. I'm so sorry, but the jousters. There was a Scottish <laughs> knight, and it was obviously meant to be fodder, right? Uh-huh. Absolute fodder. And he looked like a stupid romance novel cover. It was a kilt and a belt over the kilt that uh-huh. wasn't even looped through the kilt. Uh-huh. No sporting, and then boots. Period. The end. No You're shirt. Done. No shirt. He looked like a romance novel cover. Did he have big, big bloody scratches down his back? He didn't. But let me tell you, when <laughs> that bummer. man galloped by looking so competent on a horse and all of those muscles were jiggling and I was like, oh, I laughed at this The muscles were cambering. The muscles. <laughs> they cambered in a ripple that was oh. in line with the oh. gallop. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I didn't think I liked it. I used to laugh at this. I thought it was dumb that people liked it. And I was wrong. And I'm so sorry. I'm so, 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 so sorry. Oh my God. It was blatant fodder for me. It was like, I'm picking the lowest hanging fruit because they wanted me to want this so badly. And I'm not sorry. Anyway, hi, Scottish Knight. I mean, he's on the circuit. He's on the tour. I like to think that Jacob was that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So it was before he hung up his Ren Fair hat for good and decided to, to or join the circus. Hung, hung up his kilt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, decided to join the circus. All of this is after he was a vampire hunter professionally. Right, yeah. And then the, the logical next step when you get tired of the circus is to go to be a vampire's servant. Like a tree in a monastery in Madrid. <laughs> yeah, right. To become a vampire's servant. <laughs> Okay, so they go back to her house. Some things happen. That we what, what, okay. <laughs> well, so first, first, she what, sh- who are you edging right I, now? I don't what know. You- Everyone, Jacob. I'm edging Jacob. <laughs> Just like Lisa is. Uh, Hold on. So I had to listen to the majority of this in such a close together stint that I'm trying to remember what the first time. Was. Okay, so she she chains him to her bed. Oh. <gasps> That was so hot. I know. But, and it wasn't just hot because you chained him to the bed. It was hot because, like, I just, I, I don't know. Do you want to read some of it? Yeah, let me find it. It's So this man is very inflexible, right? He's very in control. He's never had trouble doing things yeah. that seem submissive, but he's never actually submitting. It's a choice to just let the other person kind of be in control. And she's yeah. going for, like, real sexual she's, submission. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to teach you. And so he's struggling with it for sure. But it was like the having to stretch she gave him a very exact thing. She's like, your feet mm-hmm. need to be on the floor, but the rest of you needs to be on the bed and you need to reach as far as you can go. Yeah. 
And then she's like, no, reach farther. Like, try to touch the other side oh, of the bed. Oh, and then she does hold this it. kind of, she does like a fun vampire trick where she's like kind of flitting around him and she's invisible. And then she like... Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was pretty fun. And then she undoes his shirt. Oh, I so this was really sweet. Like, there are some really sweet, actual, romantic, affectionate moments yeah, in this. A, but I thought... Yeah, this book is very intimate. Yeah, I thought like it was a lot more... A lot more than I've seen in most books where it's just this overwhelming passion. But here there's like a lot of kind of cute stuff. So like as she's undoing his shirt and he's trying not to move, he's wondering like, did she like coffee? Max said she preferred a pot brewing in the foyer of Eldar, but she hadn't even asked for a cup. Was it the aroma? Should he make her breakfast? What was the driver doing? Had she ever had a man self-combust and die, incinerated <laughs> by the fire she ignited in him? Cute. And you don't usually see men represented as having their mind wander while they're in those down moments either. Yeah. And I think that, again, so much more realism. I'm so used mm-hmm. to kind of that distant, vaguely abstract figures that are defined. Yeah. And this is an actual intimate relationship building. Yeah. You can really put yourself in this if you can flit around like a little vampire and get excessively hot <laughs> vagabonds to just kind of um, stretch out across your bed and get right. chained up. Ugh, and she does. Oh, oh does she chains so him. So much does. She chains him up. She's, she says she's going to crush his male ego, which I enjoyed. Ooh, um, oh, God. Okay, I just remembered the rest of the oh, way this goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yay. So we're not to, to that part yet. Okay, so she, yeah, she chains him up. Oh, she figures out here that he's a vampire hunter because I think he used a vampire hunting move to get away from her. Oh, yeah. She tries to, like, manhandle him and he catches her when he shouldn't have been able to. Yeah. And she just completely freezes and goes, like, okay, and then hunted our kind. Now he's talking about the the sexy whipping. (laughs) Oh, did that happen this early? Yeah. I feel like I'm getting to relive a nostalgic (laughs) moment, but it only happened over the course of the last 48 fucking hours for me. (laughs) What a speed read. Okay. Listen, it was too much. Um... Okay, so then, well, he's still not on the bed. There's a lot of lead up to that. Oh, and then he's... It is, the lead up is really well written. So I found it, I felt like I was being like really kind of built up while I was listening to it too. Yeah, and the the female gaze and the male gaze are both done really well in this, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of watching her and admiring her as she like shackles him to the bed. And the way that he's admiring her was written so... Yeah. Like, I know you said that the gazes are written really well, but Mm -hmm. I want to kind of define what we mean by that a little bit. It was still very sexual and extremely appreciative Mm -hmm. in this way that was so very not objectifying. It was just so flat out. Appreciative. The curve of this and the lean of that was just artful and it's so nice. Mm -hmm. Very refreshing. Thank you, Joey. Yes. Thank you, Joey. All right. And so then, so at some point during this thing, she basically pumps his chest and like makes, makes herself come like on his chest, but doesn't cut, touch his dick, right? That was one of the parts that I loved so much. Because she starts above him and she's trying to teach him how to be submissive. Yeah. Kira, I'm hearing your voice in my head. Of course I'm hearing your voice in my head. But she's like, Sir Vagabond, I'm going to go down your body now and you won't move a muscle. And uh-huh. if you do, then I will leave Yeah, for an hour with you as you are. No satisfaction kind of thing mm-hmm. for you. So she starts at his head with her robe on, her silk robe that he's just like, whoa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just like, she starts crawling over his body, like top down. 
And he leans up because mm-hmm. he's like, again, part of the running theme with our Jacob here, where he's just like, oh, uh, yeah, she said that, but I mean, I'll probably be okay. Right, yeah. So then, like, as she's over him, he's like, nope, not gonna resist it. And he strains his neck, head off the bed, right mm-hmm. into her womanhood. <laughs> so, like, folds, if you will. So she allows him to give her some pressure and pleasure there. Yeah. And then she continues moving down, and then that's when she, like, turns around pre-cock mm-hmm. and, like, rubs herself off on his stomach. And at that point, yeah. I was already just sitting there going, Joey, <laughs> thank you. The sheer imagination. Like, yeah. the imagination. It was such a breath of fresh air in these, because even when a bunch of stuff gets different, it was different enough here that, again, mm-hmm. it felt super real. Yeah. But after she's but- done... So this was really cute too. I she says so while she's like rubbing her, her vulva all over his chest. Um, she uh, she says, "Did you know when cats rub their faces against you, they're marking you with their scent?" Oh wait, no, I forgot. Yes, oh, that's okay. One so good. That's so good. Be- just before that, I forgot when she turned around because mm-hmm. all of this is very slow and yeah, sensuous. It's very sensuous. She was touching herself because she's mm-hmm. very turned on. Yeah. And she did some very artistic back bendy moves. Mm-hmm. And she used her own juices yep. on her hands and fingers to bend all the way back and start at his feet. Mm-hmm. And she marked him all yeah. the way up his legs with her scent before then rubbing herself off on his rippling rippling abs abs. yeah jousting (laughs) (laughs) and yeah and then she made that cat comment i thought about you when i read the cat comment (laughs) kite man hell yeah hell yeah yeah so then she leaves him there (laughs) yeah because she wasn't fucking lying about it she told him what was gonna happen he was like wait what and she's like no i took my pleasure you're right sir vagabond now you must stay here and Think about what you've done, you dirty, dirty boy. (laughs) Dirty, dirty boy. Oh, Uh, no. Okay. So, um, what so is, then I he, like, she does. She just goes and does something. She goes and talks to Mr. Ingram. Um, oh, yeah. Because he's still waiting for, and this poor guy has not dared to go to the bathroom because he was worried that he would get lost in her house. It was it's, the dogs. He was scared of the dogs, yeah. Yeah, so, um, they had gotten into the house and the only reason that Jacob had been able to get her inside without all of the wolfhounds mm-hmm. killing them, literally, very yeah. much literally, they're trained security dogs, was because Thomas, before he had mm-hmm. passed away, had taught him what the signal was, yeah. and then also had given him a scrap of cloth with his preserved scent on it. Yes, yeah, So right. he was able to get them inside, but that doesn't mean that Mr. Ingram could leave, and Mr. Ingram didn't want to leave until he knew that the lady was safe. Yeah, he's such a nice So man. sweet, but that really just means that this poor man got stuck <laughs> at the kitchen counter, yeah. unable to move, because every time that he twitched, Bran, the, the head dog, the was big, just like, yeah. I will rip your face off. <laughs> And he's, like, right there, teeth out. And so, like, she comes down, and this man, she's been upstairs rubbing herself off and, like, right. putting her puss scent on everything on this guy that she's just slowly starting to pull apart like a fine thread. And this poor man's just been sitting downstairs reading just sections of the newspaper trying not to pee, to pee his pee. pants. Yeah. Oh, poor Mr. Ingram. Poor Mr. Ingram. 
Okay, so, yeah, so then Jacob somehow gets out of the manacles and he comes down there and he's all pleased with himself and she's like, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> and so she's like, How did you get out? And he's, I think that's the first time he says one of those really cool, cute things that I was just like, oh, you vagabond, I guess. <laughs> Where he was like, well, I can't tell you all of my secrets, my lady. Otherwise, yeah. we'll have nothing left to uncover over the course of our centuries together. It was like, slick. Cute. Smooth, Jacob. Cute. Smooth. Cute. Smooth. Mm-hmm. Real good. And then, um... Poor Mr. Ingram. Poor Mr. Ingram. Yeah. Okay, so then she's, like, she's gonna punish him. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, I guess we don't need to go over the Mr. Ingram conversation. Oh, well, she ends up just hiring him to be her driver. She tries to, but she has to tell him all of these truths about who she is. So it was yeah. a brilliant way to put some exposition in, mm-hmm. because it was yeah. question answering in a very valid way, where yeah. she's like, I want to hire you as my driver, and he asks a bunch of stuff, because vampires feed on humans. Yeah. And that's when we find out that a vampire needs to completely drain to death one person a year in order to maintain Mm -hmm. full health. And if they don't, that's when they start to lose enough faculties that they kind of start to shamble about and they lose control of their stuff. And she said that that is where the misconception and the myth comes from, that vampires are the undead. Yes. is because if they don't feed off of a full human life at least once a year, they kind of become that mindless shambling thing. You're appreciating all the vampire lore in this, and I'm like, let's just skip to the freaky sex part. <laughs> oh, well, I can find the freaky sex part. No, 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 I know. But, like, the the whole universe that she has created is really cool, and she has obviously put a lot of thought into it. I'm so um, excited for the next books. I'm so excited for the next scene. Morgan, are you ready? Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> a thousand times okay. yes! So she says, God's definition of submission is far more merciful than mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, then isn't he like, did she just fucking compare herself to God right? like it was nothing? <laughs> yeah, and then she's playing with his balls. Yep. And, um, oh, and she drinks his blood, which is fun. Didn't and she get you, to his butthole is... at this point, too? There, there's, <laughs> it's pretty easy. When, when are you going to get to that butthole, Alyssa? <laughs> hey, yo, Alyssa, when are we going to wrap it around in that butthole, huh? <laughs> get a little... <laughs> oh, she does. I With know. her, like, freaky monster fingers. <laughs> no, she turned them into human Oh, she turned them into the <laughs> It was the only thing she changed on her want, body. I wanted her to put her vampire tail in the butthole. <laughs> I was like, is this book gonna go there? Because, like, it should. Oh my god, it should have. Okay, but this is how you write it. Oh, yeah. looking at that human nanny book that we're going to talk about someday where they have like, the, the tales right. that we thought should have been prehensile. I was very disappointed yeah. in you. This left so little room for it's... other things that I was just, it didn't even occur to me. But she does do a lot of butthole traipsing yes. with him. And I also thought that that was really cool because I was like, oh, and I was a little bit shocked. Mm-hmm. Not like taken aback, but I was like, huh, just because you don't see that yeah. very often and there was no shying away from that and yet another way that I thought Joey well, took a really realistic kind of I mean his whole body is hers to do with as she pleases I know but includes even when authors tend to write that into the story they don't tend to follow through on the actions yeah. of the characters it's just a concept to be titillating and yeah. in this situation I thought that Joey went for it oh yeah and I really appreciated that okay so they do actually have sex and then she marks him 
so she does the first mark. Oh, yeah, which is like a super sun. Doesn't he come like again immediately, nearly? I think, I mean, he just is coming all the time. <laughs> yeah, and he, he is realistically very shocked by the fact that that's happening. But then she even talks to him in her even-keeled voice. Again, Kira, I'm just hearing you. Just going like, well, that will happen. I have the pheromones. Right. Things yeah. like that. But the, the first mark, so now she can tell where he is all the time. His healing's going to be a little bit better. His refractory period around her pheromones and after that happens is going to be whatever the fuck she wants it to be. enough. <laughs> yeah, like, way to write that in in a smooth uh-huh. way. Thank you. Make it believable. Yes. Okay, so then, so they're, like, cuddling post-sex and he starts trying to finger her again. She's like, no, put your hands by your sides. And then she's like, again, like holding, squeezing the balls a little bit. Oh, and then she says, I'll put the next mark down here near your balls and you're going to have to trust that I won't accidentally slip and bite one of them. Yeah, and he's like, (laughs) well, he's not like, his cock is like twitch. Yeah, (laughs) his dick is okay with that idea. (laughs) Very okay with that idea. He's like, I'm not so into the submission, but apparently I'm into the pain. Yes. And so they go, they go to her, like, special bedroom. Yeah, so her bedroom's pretty cool. It's made kind of, like, in a medieval style. But then she's apparently got some sort of pocket dimension alternate bedroom that's identical that she's created. Yeah, she's got, got, like, a fairy portal or something. She is fae. So, yeah, so she, like, takes him through her fairy portal. Um, not not a euphemism. That's literal. (laughs) Uh, I like that so much better than wizard sleeve. Like, I don't... (laughs) Who has a wizard sleeve? It's supposed to be a vulva. Mr. Ingram. Yeah. And also, um, can we just quick touch base on the fact that we also 100% checked the trope box of, like, he gets along with my dog. Yeah. Because, like, he's already got a relationship with Bran. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, tell us about the St. Andrew's okay, costume, so, you. Okay. Take all your clothes off. Take all your clothes off, Jacob. Take off. Yeah. And she says, my patience is thin as the skin covering all your pleasing muscles. Which is <laughs> very poetic of her. It is. I really liked it. I, yeah. I feel like if you you know, lived for 700 years, you would have some fun turns of phrase. Oh, and if you had a vampire strength and you're fluent in as many languages as she must be. Must be. Yeah. Okay, so then, yep, he's, he's, he looks at himself in the mirror because she tells him, go to the bathroom first because you're going to be chained up for like 10 hours. And she's like, yeah, make good use of it. (laughs) Yeah. Also weird that she doesn't have a reflection. I thought that that was an interesting piece of lore to keep. Yeah, I did too. I thought that was... 
Interesting. But part of why he can do nails and makeup and hair. Because she needs somebody to do her hair. Be her mirror for her. And so she puts on a little sexy black nightgown. Mm -hmm. Um, Mostly lace. Mostly lace. Pretty see-through. Yep, he Um, can see her her slick folds. Yes. The folds of her sex. Sorry, I had the wrong one. The folds of her sex this time. (laughs) Um, And also, like, the ghost of her nipples or something. Yeah. Through it. Yeah. Her nips are peeking through it. (laughs) (laughs) Not how Joey wrote it, but (laughs) 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 How how big is the lace? Because you just get a whole, like, nip tip. (laughs) Oh, nip tip. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, like, little prairie dogs. It's just like, <laughs> Pops is how you feel. Like, it's like oh, oh yeah. winter's gonna last yeah. enough. <laughs> oh. All right, so <laughs> so she ties him up to the St. Andrew's cross. Yeah, and he's already at half mast because he's like super excited. Is this this one? She's this wow! Is, I can't even oh, words. I'm so excited. So this is when the thing happens. <laughs> called but is it a it's a cock cage it's no she like sounds him she puts it no she puts a sounder in yeah but there's more to it is there yeah there's a whole thing so okay so there's a sounder so she it's a short one and it's reasonably small it is smaller than the size of the natural urethra it's just more of a conceptual sounding yeah and she she does physical she gives him like a half bj first to get him all ready for it and then rudely interrupts it and put this on his cock yeah so um, for those oh, of you yeah, who don't so know what a sounder she is she had something in her hand that looked like the looped the double looped wire harness put on the neck of a bottle of wine so it is like a, a, a cock cage yeah so like the um for anybody listening who doesn't know what a sounder is it is a long piece of metal that is yeah. straight and very smooth that goes into the urethra up the shaft of the penis. Yes. Sorry, I'm gesturing. Gesturing. You can see. <laughs> <laughs> up the shaft of the penis until it is completely in. So this is a shorter one. It's not like a full big one. Yeah. And it's reasonably it's small, so there's like no stretching. It's like sized. It's a, the way that it's described. Welcome to this new concept, sounder. <laughs> but with welcome like kind of to a... this new world. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and um, it's got like a, a tip on it almost, like a head covering thing. Yeah. And then it has chains coming off of it and across the bottom, all the way down the shaft, yeah. are uncut gems that are mounted into it. Mm. So this thing could cause some problems. <laughs> <laughs> um. So she, yeah, she says this rod is no wider than your opening, actually a bit smaller. And it's going no further than the length of my smallest finger. Yeah. Uh-huh. So she tells him to take deep breaths and just let it slide in. And she calls him Sir Vagabond. Cute. Yep. And then she puts this apparatus on his dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, um, five points to anybody who looked at their little finger when Emily just read that it was no longer <laughs> the length of her little finger. Oh, and then she, like, plays with his butthole, too. Yeah, so, yeah. of course. 
Yeah. Gotta get in there. And he asks her for mercy, and then she says, do I strike you as a merciful creature, Jacob? So hot. <laughs> Thank then, you, Lissa. I, I love this part, too. I highlighted this for you again. <laughs> oh, because you. she says, do you know they can get much longer rods? They can vibrate, even make musical tones when they vibrate against you, like the rims of wine glasses. So elegant. I know. So S- Such an elegant way to talk about shoving something. A metal rod <laughs> up someone's dick. <laughs> So I, so we were both talking about also, how, like... Also, thank you for highlighting that for yeah, me. I like, did, how much yeah. of this did you highlight for me? A lot I didn't, of it. I, I, feel, I feel so seen, Emily. I didn't know that that was something I would have enjoyed reading about, and you, you knew for me, and I just... Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Yeah. So we were both talking about how distracted from real life we got while reading or listening to Oh, us. my God. And so <laughs> I wanted to tell you... So I was reading this scene... And I was just, like, shoveling cheese into my mouth while I was reading because I had, like, a, a plate of cheese and bread in front of me. Oh, yeah. And, okay. And my husband came by and, like, took the last piece of my favorite of the cheeses. And I almost was like, it's the cross for you! <laughs> Neil! Oh, my God! You just... <laughs> What? I'm trying to imagine what his response would have even remotely been. Just the sheer look on his face. Like, the silence would have lasted a minute. He wouldn't have known what to do with that at all. Oh, my God. Okay, so it's like, when you're reading it, you were just on your phone. Yeah. So, to him, it would have just looked like you were looking at something on your phone. And then you just erupt. But for me, I had already told my husband that I needed to listen to this book and he was completely on board he's yeah whatever you need Mm -hmm. and i was listening to it well okay so when he had gone to a concert yeah i dropped him off and so i was wandering around the house trying to clean and i told emily this (laughs) i was wandering around listening to this thing and then i would forget what i was doing because i get so caught up in it that (laughs) i stare into the mid distance and realize that i'd been pacing the bottom floor of my house for like 45 minutes Mm -hmm. and then there was one point in time that i came out of it and realized that for an under disclosed amount of time I had just been (laughs) shoveling blackberries into my mouth and all I know is that there were some left by the time I was done blackberries are healthier than cheese it's only because they were out because if they weren't it was going to be Cheetos (laughs) I would have found something I just didn't know what to do with myself so our poor dog is sleeping on the couch Uh and I'm just wandering in loops listening to this staring into the mid distance with one eyebrow up because I can't even put it down right now going like okay (laughs) oh Tell me more. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry, did she just touch his what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, she just put a sounder? Uncut gems on it? This man just got thrown in the fucking deep end. This has been less yeah. than 24 hours. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And this hasn't even been 12 hours. Yeah, and they have had actual, so they have had B sex once. P and B? P and V. <laughs> Peanut butter sex. Ew. <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> P, P and V. Okay. There have also been some fingers in the B. His B only. His B only. There's yeah. been a lot of T and V. <laughs> Tongue? Tongue in. Tongue in V. There's been a, a very um, gratifying some, amount of like V on, in on so far. abs. V on A. Yeah, a V on a rippling <laughs> fucking on r- abs. Rippling circus <laughs> man abs. Oh. 
So vagabond, <laughs> you seem so flexible. <laughs> he is very flexible. He is flexible. All right, and so then she's tormenting him and crawling around on the bed fully in view of him. <laughs> show you my no, butthole. I just, I saw it in my mind, not even sensually. Just like you know, a person perfunctorily crawling around on all fours in a loop on the bed. I don't know why. But no, she's, she's yeah. being quite the tease. Yeah. She's just like lounging around and knows somehow what he's looking at. And I felt very empowered listening mm-hmm. to that because I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, so, um, as somebody who has grown up most of my life believing that you have to have large boobs to be remotely attractive, mm-hmm. only for myself, never held that against anybody else, just fully believed it for yeah. me. This was, like, empowering to read, because she he's on the cross with stuff shoved up his dick <laughs> <laughs> and wrapped around it after he's gotten his butthole fondled mm-hmm. twice. Butthole. <laughs> That's a reference to Squirrely Dan, because of, like, <laughs> so as a joke. Um, mm-hmm. My husband and I always say butthole now because of um, Letterkenny, but then uh, it, uh-huh. we forget the company that we're in often, and yes. then we just say butthole, and people are like, do you not know that it's just butthole? Like, it's just like, <laughs> so, not that buttholes come up that often in conversation, but, yeah, like, think about what this is. All of this is happening. This man should probably be overwhelmed, and all she has to do is stretch her neck a certain oh, way, yeah. and she knows that he's in danger of coming around a sound Right. Yeah. And then she just like shifts her legs a little bit and yeah, she knows that like, he can oh, I'm see just through the sleep lace. on top of the covers tonight. I mm-hmm. don't feel like covering up. It's mm-hmm. just like maybe I just kind of want to finger myself a little bit. This just like sounding rod is going to like explode out of his deck. Yeah, the assuredness <laughs> that it takes to be that way. I'm so proud of her. I'm and happy for her. Again, living her best life. She really is. And yeah. she gets to be cruel and unapologetic about it. And nobody's <laughs> wandering around calling her bossy or telling her she's out of line and needs to smile yeah. more. Like, she's just wandering well, around being like... chain them to a St. Andrea's cross. If they live. Like, right. he's hot. That's yeah, why this works. This, this and is, Tom is recommending This is her being nice. <laughs> this is her being nice. And she's very clear about that. Mm-hmm. A lot of this book is him just trying to figure out that she's being honest when she says it and she's not playing games. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't know what else to tell you. Yeah. Like, I'm being as clear as I can. Yeah. This is me being nice. <laughs> this is me being nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so then they... Um, crawling around on the bed. Crawling around on the bed, and then she just kind of lounges luxuriously, and she's like, tell me about yourself, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> He's trapped in St. Andrew's Cross with, like, a sound and just rock hard, like, trying not to come. Tell me about yourself. He's like, oh, well. <laughs> right. So he tells her about his his brother Gideon, the vampire hunter, who doesn't show up in this book. I laughed so hard at that. Well, I shouldn't say I laughed. I had this moment that took me aback. It stopped me in the middle of the book. Baby boy, your name's Jacob and your parents went with Gideon? Yeah. These are not of the same ilk when it comes to what choice of level, like, (laughs) naming convention you went with. Gideon! And this this one's Jacob. Jacob. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. They knew he was going to run away and be a circus boy. Yeah, they're just like, let's give you an easy one. Yeah. Jacob Green. Gideon Green is his brother's name then. That's kind of a fun name. Hey, yo, GG. GG. <laughs> <laughs> 
So Gigi's a vampire hunter. <laughs> and um and, That's it. That's stuck permanent. Yeah, yeah. Done. And then his parents died in a freak <laughs> lightning accident. <laughs> He just talked about his parents' uh, hilarious death. Um, <laughs> hilarious makes it sound like it's like a like Looney Tunes cartoon. They get hit by lightning and then they just go. Like, is that everything's all flared out and they've gone like soot wait, black and then they but, disintegrate? Wait. <laughs> Sorry, my brain went to a really weird place, and I was like, but isn't he, like, afraid of lightning now, and isn't he afraid of getting lightning striking his dick because there's a metal rod Well, I mean, this is a very astute observation of you, but I do believe that the pocket dimension she was created for her bedroom might prevent lightning from fighting him. Okay. That's probably the only reason he's not fearful right now. For his dick. (laughs) But maybe the gemstones would light up, and then... Who's gemstone related? Uh, are we going to do a Sailor Moon thing again right now? He can, How many gems yeah, does he have on him? Secret. Yeah, because he found the silver imperial crystal. It's one of the stone. Rubbing up against his dick. Oh my god, perfect. <laughs> I, I'm trying to go through the Sailor Scouts right now, and I'm hoping there's one uncut gemstone for each of them all the way down I, his dick. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> his transformation is going to be but so majestic. That's like when they like combine their power. They all do their special attacks to like defeat the the worst villain at the very end of the arc, and they like yes! all of the jewels yes! along his dick light up. But I'm imagining his like his, his like artful nude, but you know nebula background like transition into his sailor scout outfit is just gonna be like your move tuxedo mask (laughs) you got nothing on that you know what yeah tuxedo mask um you (laughs) might need to try and turn this one because i think he's a better choice than usagi (laughs) just throwing it out there i know she's 15 in the show but Uh, oh, Jacob would be an older man for Tuxedo Mask. Which is great, because Tuxedo Mask was way too much of an older man for Usagi. He's, well, yeah, it's he's 25 and she's 15 in the well, show. he's 18. He's supposed to be 18. He's out in the world, like, working, like, a legit job. I know. And but she's, it doesn't matter. Let's focus on Jacob and Tuxedo Mask. No ship, everybody. <laughs> Fuck you, Richard. You're not going to get your dick anywhere in well, there. Well, yeah, because... You'll, you'll know who we're talking about in a minute. To watch Jacob get fucked. Yeah, so. she wants him to Tuxedo eat her out while he's getting fucked. Some, yeah, she he definitely can, like, projected swoop in that. with a rose. Ooh, maybe he can like <gasps> rake the rose's thorns <gasps> over his <laughs> naked this body. Is so perfect. <laughs> There's no shortage of roses. 
Roses are a very big thing for her. So mm-hmm. Liz has got a lot of roses outside in the okay. garden. Well, Everybody knows I'm, that. I'm 100% there for Tuxedo Mask to join them, and it's just a throuple. And yeah, like, and like... Absolutely. I want them to be bordering on fucking, and like his first ever entrance is the rose going... <laughs> <laughs> right into the ground, and then they go... <gasps> and look oh. up, and there's like a... Yeah, a guy in a domino mask and a top hat standing there with a flowing cape and no wind going. (laughs) And Jacob is just like chained to the cross and he's trying to like breathe through the pain and tuxedo mask. You can do it, Jacob. Use your heart. Yeah, while he stands there and does nothing. (laughs) Exactly. He's not moving. He's not helping. He just showed up to interrupt one bad moment, offer crush bait, and then stand there and give one random encouraging, Mm -hmm. mediocre encouraging statement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then leave. But then come back later to fuck him. But he won't do that to Jacob. Okay. Right? Wait, Tuxedo Mask isn't gonna fuck Jacob? No, 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 he won't leave, Jacob. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, Emily, don't worry. Don't worry. No, Tuxedo Mask is... <laughs> I was gonna pound that sweet, sweet yes, ass. Oh, okay, absolutely. happening. Okay, okay. No, no, Just, yeah. I was worried I mean, for a second like, He's already two times in our <laughs> This man has had his butt delved into for the first Delving time in his into life. that butt. All right, so after he talks about his parents' hilarious lightning death, um, <laughs> then she starts, like, toying with her nipples, and he gets all turned on again. It's like, wow, you must not really miss your parents so much. <laughs> um, oh, and we don't know how old he was, right? That's true. Maybe Gideon, maybe Gigi just told him that... <laughs> Is Gigi Serena's other son? What? Wait, no... I'm making this a Sailor crossover way too much, and I shouldn't. I'm sorry. Rina is it her their Rini, daughter. Rini is their daughter. Rini, they don't have Rini. a son. I know. I'm asking for you to add it because for a little while there they called her Riri, and then oh, now we're going Gigi. She's like Chibi, it's too much. It's a Chibiusa in the Chibiusa. Yeah, yeah in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Little Usagi because she was such a bonehead that she named her own daughter after herself. Yeah. <laughs> Again, tuxedo mm-hmm. mask, you can do better. Get in on that Jacob butt action. Yeah, um, I mean. Okay, so then they talk about, like, they talk about her horrible ex-husband who, like, broke her arm. Rex. Con- constantly breaking her bones. Um, All the time. Yeah. But then they get horny again. Um, and so, and she's like, we never finished my manicure. I, I I almost wanted it to be a running theme throughout this, that her manicure, like, never got done, but he does eventually do her nails. Yeah, and then he really even stepped up the game on it. Like, she mm-hmm. went into, like, a kind of trance thing and mm-hmm. just kind of, not like a vampire trance. She's just a lady with a lot on her mind. Yeah. Staring at the moon in a sunroom that is baked from the sun. I just thought that that sounded like a lovely yeah. circumstance. So he, she picked burgundy. She wanted sharper nails. She wanted them pointier, mm-hmm. which I loved that so because that he's like. scratch him with her nails. Do you still like the oval shape, milady? No. <laughs> that's not what you're, that's not what you're ready. No. I want them pointy and soft. But Sorry, she's like, no, kind of a moaning myrtle voice. That's the Hooray! She's like, no, I want them sharper than that. But I can't remember what she said, but something along the lines of, I want to draw blood when I rake them down rake your body. Them across his beautiful, beautiful flesh. Yeah, and draw blood and leave scars. Yeah. And he was like, hot. Yeah, he was like, ooh. He was like, ooh. Oh. <laughs> it just came in my hose. Jacob, colon, hot. Dick, colon, twitch. <laughs> 
so into it. Oh. So she kind of like passes out and he didn't want to wake her up. So then he puts feathery silver smears on the end of them and oh, black gives, rhinestones. Yeah, he gives her like he a really like, elaborate manicure. Yeah, he goes in on it. Where's mine? What? Okay, when? Okay, circus. <laughs> Red Wait, fair I don't even know that I need the rest of it. I just, the sentence you just said a lot. Wait, I mean, what? I mean, when? I mean, circus. <laughs> I was like, I'm in! <laughs> circus, Ren Fair, Vampire Hunter, soft shoe. Manicurist, soft shoe, Houdini, <laughs> <laughs> tragic lightning accident. <laughs> no refractory period. No refractory period. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> totally fine, like, on his Sexy, little... sexy, hard-on whipping session in Madrid. Yeah, on um, Tinder bio. We'll <laughs> go... We'll go from strictly straight vanilla sex to <laughs> penile sounders. <laughs> Penis torture. Butt play. Yeah. <laughs> and bondage. For the right vampire. For the right vampire. Mm-hmm. Looking for a woman between... Looking for a long, long, long relationship. years old. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we're having such a good time talking about this book, but we're looking at the time and this it's, is... It's not gonna fit. Yeah. I think we have to do multiple parts. <laughs> oh, is it not gonna fit, <laughs> I mean, if you try... I mean, right now we just have to start with just the tip. Yeah. Well, that would be the part one that you're finishing <laughs> up right now. And then later we'll get a little bit of the shaft in. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Part two. He's that sounding rod in slowly. Oh, my God. Oh, this is going to honestly wind up being a three-parter. Think, yeah, so, this is um, a three-parter. Congratulations. This is the end of part one. And Yay. now we need to head off to part two. Part two. All right, that's it for this episode of Raunchy Raunchy Reading. New episodes every other Monday. Until Until then, then, read smut and prosper.